Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday. This is the first week of Advent. This week we've been reading and meditating on the Bible readings assigned for this coming weekend. And today we hear how those Bible readings speak of Christ. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it. And your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Romans, chapter 15, beginning this morning at verse 4. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you, for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God in order that he might confirm the promises given to the ancestors, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, Therefore I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. And again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse shall come, the one who rises to rule the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. After Jesus appears to Paul on the road to Damascus, his life is dramatically changed. One of the ways that we see his life transformed is in the way he now reads and understands scriptures. The Holy Spirit opens Paul's eyes and mind and heart and soul to see in scripture how God's promises come together and are now fulfilled in Christ Jesus, the crucified and risen Messiah, and how that life of the Christ is now worked out in the life of the church. 
that includes both Jews and Gentiles. By seeing how Jesus is God's faithfulness, not just to his own people, but to the whole Gentile world, Paul finds his call to be Christ's apostle to the Gentiles, to be one of the messengers of the good news about Jesus the Christ, and to provide the basis of the unity that Paul seeks to develop within this church by bringing all people together in Christ. By the Holy Spirit, Paul sees Jesus as the fulfillment of the words that we found in the Isaiah passage that we read earlier in the week. And he understands this passage also speaks of God's gift of peace to the whole world. This revelation gives comfort to him in that it confirms and shows how God has kept God's word, a word that seemed for so long to go unanswered or to have so many dangling ends. That comfort and that faith that is strengthened by seeing how God fills up and keeps faith with those words inspires him. And he writes that as we come to see Christ fulfilling the Bible as he enters our world to redeem and transform it, as we see Christ present in what God is doing in this church for us, we can also find comfort, hope, and inspiration. Comfort that Christ is with us in our present suffering. Hope that Christ has already triumphed over the powers of this world and that God's kingdom is emerging in the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to share the good news about Jesus in word and deed, the inspiration to be about God's mission in the world, and in all of these, to be God's people, one in hope and glorifying God with one voice. We are early in our Advent season, but the reason for this strange season is starting to come into focus for us. It is a season that reminds us that Jesus' birth in Bethlehem is God's faithfulness and righteousness for God's people in the way of our promised salvation and life with God in the Spirit together for the whole world now as God's people. It is also a season that challenges us to repent and to turn away from those things that keep us from God and God's purposes, such as violence and seeking our own way and our own will. It is a season that that challenges us to tune our lives to the promise and the purpose of God's peaceable kingdom. It is a season that inspires us to continue to be about God's mission in the world. And it is a season that is filled with all hope in believing and anticipating the full coming of God's kingdom when Jesus comes again to judge the world according to God's righteous justice. We see all of this emerging in our worship, and in our fellowship together as the church. And how do we know all of this? In the same way that Paul discovered it. In the power of the Holy Spirit, listening to what the Bible tells us. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. 
and the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful for? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for those who are sick and in need of healing, for those who mourn, for those who are hungry and in need of food, for those who need your loving care, who are anxious and, and, and worried. For people that live in places affected by violence, for all who look to bring about healing and hope, who work for peace and international harmony, and for those who are striving to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.